trade services, Lavazi and Book1.co.uk present the 20 Megabyte Doctor Who Podcast. Hello and welcome to the 20 Megabyte Doctor Who Podcast. Episode, oh, blast, what was it now? 565, I believe. Uh, I'm Adam, and oh, was I supposed to do a quote? Well, how about you, Robert? Don't talk to them. They're silly. That's Robert Haynes, everybody. Mary Lang. Truth is singular. Lies are words, 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 words. Uh, oh, yeah, who's next? Oh, yes, um, Debbie Melrose. Madam Vastro was wondering if you need any grenades. She might have said help. <laughs> And Kirby Bartlett Sloan. My bustle is stuck. <laughs> you thought I was going to say... No, I didn't. Good? Before you say it, I, you thought I was going to... Oh, I've got a comment come up, but I can't see it. Oh, I'll have to see that one. Um, whatever you said. No, it's not coming up on my screen, so I've got to change screens. Yes, this week we'll be looking at the introduction, the proper introduction of uh, Clara, because obviously the previous the only episode, good episode she was in was <laughs> called... Um, she was called Oswin. This time, oh, I've got a bling. Why does it say this side can't be... She's called Oswin on her uh, gravestone. Yeah, I know. What I'm saying is, this is the proper introduction of Clara, rather than the previous one, where she was just um, Super a girl. character well, in... Well, after this one, we thought that she was going to start doing Rory's John, every uh, day. So Sorry, Adam, the comment is, you are very quiet on the feed from Terry Miles. Oh, no. Well, I've turned it up again now. So there He's you go. Probably too loud. I think the problem <laughs> is. Talking right, too loud. Please, please let me <laughs> explain. Right, because your your audio is so loud, it's just blasted my microphone a little bit. What, mine? It, it should gradually. No, the audio coming through the speaker, it was so loud, it's just blasted the microphones out a little bit. Uh, okay, anyway, stuff coming through on the live feed. We've got uh, Terry Mars saying, uh, <laughs> "Adam, you are very quiet on the feed." Uh, Lillian Robin saying, "Hi." Billy Kirkbright saying. Hi, everyone. I'm still in the UK, but can't be bothered to come over and see you because I had such a rubbish time on the Isle of Wight last time. Uh, but I, I, I currently have no Wi-Fi, so I'll say hi and bye. By the way, I didn't like the snowman episode. He was up in my neck of the woods the other day. Up around York. Well, if he was right, oh. And Terry Miles, it's OK now. Oh, good. Right, so... <laughs> The snow, where the hell's the, there is, the snowman, this is going to be tricky because of the fact that I've got to watch it on an iPlayer screen and I've got no control over the video, but it does begin, I'll do some flicking, oh I don't want the sound, with Kid. some chompy snowflakes, with some digital, yeah chompy snowflakes, like chompy you said, snowflakes. Yes, like very <laughs> fierce, the fiercest snowflakes you'll ever see, and then um, England 1842, which uh, was interesting for me personally, because uh, the research I'm currently doing uh, about my family born, is, oh, is oh. actually around 1842, so um, so that was quite interesting personally just, for me. Just, just face it, you're related to everybody. Uh, well, that's true, but I can actually trace exactly how. Um, right then, so, yeah, so this little boy is... Inbreds in the Isle of Wight. This little boy is just uh, dusting down a stone feature that looks a little bit like a pawn on a on a chess set that uh, seems to be covered in snow a little bit. So he's just padding it down a little bit because no way is anybody going to make a snowman look, snow to me. looks like that. And then Ian, Mc, Ian McKellen starts speaking <laughs> to him over some sound uh, system, which wasn't very uh, akin to 1842. Um, uh, 
Don't speak to Dave. Then Gandalf yes, turns up. Silly. I just said you Ian said McKellen. That. Right, that's it. Where, where is my bell? <laughs> I'm still cleaning up all the tonic I spilled everywhere. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'd love to know where my blooming bell... Water. My bell's gone. Um, that'll turn up one day. It's probably on a pile of my stuff down there. Anyway, so yeah, I'd, um... Yes, this is a creepy Ian McKellen voice uh, borrowed from some of the X-Men films. Um, says, this silly, this silly. And then um, the next scene, there's a load of snowmen and a jar being filled up with some snow by a mysterious arm. And then uh, the sign GI is closed on the carriage door. Again, these carriages are quite G. interesting. G. Because my ancestors drove carriages like that. I love anyway. These. They're really cool. Yeah. Um, and and, and uh, we've got the person who's played the Doctor twice, non-canonically. No, he played Loki. Yeah. It's Richard E. Uh, 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 Richard E. Um, <laughs> Grant. Um, who is, Richard E. Does a very... He, um, uh, remember, he's the one who went... Uh, uh, he's licked the mirror handsome in uh, the uh, Mr. Bean I, version of Doctor Who. Cheers for that, Kirby. Yeah. But anyway, he doesn't smile much in this episode. Meanwhile, um, um, he... He's... Sorry? Sorry? Hello? No? Okay. Um, meanwhile, he steps onto a balcony um, arrangement to, to address some of what I presume are his staff uh, who are moaning about money and food. Peasants. So he says... Uh, Peasants, essentially, yeah. their food. Uh, meanwhile, in a pub... Um, this uh, Cockney wench woman who um, is a little bit too good looking to be a wench, but there she is, um, yeah, picking up glasses <laughs> um, in the shape of um, Oswin Oswald. But obviously we find out later it's Clara. Clara. Next scene is the doctor looking really cool in his in his top hat and bedraggled coat um, and glasses. Have we had the matter. title sequence yet? No. Bumps into no. Um, Clara no. and they have a bit of a flirt. Um, Ugh. Ugh. He does look very beautiful. It does look um, beautifully Dickensian, I have to say, as he's supposed uh, and to. This, during this whole scene, uh, she drops her shawl and it, it shows up again. She drops it again and shows up again. Okay, well, it's yeah. not her fault. She's so just doing. She, the continuity person. Yeah. Let's yeah, blame Clara for absolutely everything that goes wrong in a scene, even the one she's not in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so there's a bit of flirting going on. We uh, will. She's a bit feisty, uh, 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 Clara, and she. the doctor goes off and she chases after... Her teeth after... are too good for that era as well. Yeah. Oh, too good looking, you mean? Um... Well, too good. Full <laughs> stop. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, there's the title sequence. Then, and... Shut up, Kirby. <laughs> God. I am got to the title <laughs> sequence yet. Anyway, so um, we asked if we actually could get to it, to be fair. Uh, so, yeah, so the doctor rides off in his little carriage um, with uh, Clara chasing behind. And then it's a title sequence, which is really cool. Madam Bass, can I say back? something? No. no. Stop it, Muffet, with this stupid Doctor Who. I know. He's got, a, he's got an obsession with that. Bonkers. He did it for the whole... Obsession. From here on, there was a, lots of this. I know. He's already done yeah, it with... I think, um, yeah, I think Ma- they do it three or four or five times. Yeah, but he's already done it with... Um, yeah. with uh, what's his name? Uh, D- Dorium. It, Dorium Master. did it. Well, I'm just saying that he did it with Dorium a lot in the last series. Oh, right. That's what we, yes. I've got no one to ping this. Did last he? My goodness. Master? Yes? Master. Uh, no. do, do you 
all remember when we were watching this tile sequence for the first time and we had the Doctor's face show yeah. up finally? That's what I was just alluding to before you butted in, Kirby. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's noticed that before you. Yeah. Nobody's noticed that Jenna Coleman's name spelt wrong on the on the thing. It says Jenna Louise Coleman. Yeah, they put in an extra yeah. word. That was what she was known as at the time. No excuse. He does look a little bit like Peter Davison as his little smoky face goes past the screen. Um, it's very great, anyway. isn't it? So the um, then we're back in uh, snowy. Christmas I'm trying to remember Dickensian when I first London. noticed that it said great intelligence. Because I, uh, uh, now I I've got this nice, clear, this nice, clear picture, and I don't think I had a clear picture then. That. And it had GI on the side of the, the, um, the coach. That was a, that was a clue. Oh, I also noticed that um, where yeah. the... Where the uh, sorry? It's not GI, it's GT. GTI. GTI. Oh, it's GTI. GTI. No, no, I just, no, no, it's GI. No, Great it's intelligence. GI. GI. Looks like a T, G. but it's an I. Anyway, I also noticed that the... It, said, it says oh, Great God. Intelligence underneath. Yes, okay, thank yeah. you. Also, okay. I didn't notice right. that... What? Well, I think I misread it as GT for the whole thing until I saw it. It's, 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 it's the I, 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 I GT, yeah. and then I realised it said Great Intelligence, yeah. and I went yeah. through stills. It's the way they've done the I, the top of the I. Enough about aye, font aye. science. Aye, aye. I did notice that the um, the, the um, snow on the wheels looked very much like foam because unlike uh, a real snow, as the, the, the tops of the wheels wouldn't have that much snow on them. But exactly. these ones have got magic, sticky snow that stays on the wheels as they go around. Um, and then where are we now? This house with that, that bloke used to be in, was it Casualty or something like that? Uh, who would have Sorry, made a good casualty? Who would have made a good doctor? The chap with the beard. Tom Ford. Tom Ward. That's the one. Yeah, uh, he was. I think he was uh, touted potentially be a doctor. He was. Yes. Yeah. He was. Yeah. But uh, he was in. Um, he, oh, was in um, he was in. Um. He was in. He was also. I first saw him in Pride and Prejudice, nineteen ninety-five. He's a bit actor in that as one of the militia. Oh, I haven't seen that. I can't remember what he was in, though, before this, but anyway. Silent Witness. Silent Google. Witness. Of course it was. Well done. What's your name again? Um, anyway, m- meanwhile, this really quite sexy <laughs> sort of woman in a, uh, in a sort of Cockney accent turns up um, who just happens to be dating a Silurian woman. Um, or married to oh, one, in fact. Lori, married yeah. to one. And um, they, they sort of corner um, Richard. Yes, little, little chat with him in the... Uh, in the passage. Oh, no, it's a back passage. Ah, you're well. a woman. I like that. <laughs> not, not that she's green or anything, just yeah. you're a woman. Anyway, they have a bit of a boring chat with him. Uh, meanwhile, the doctor's uh, checking the snow and finds it to be stage snow, and he's just telling Strax about it. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> weird snow, this, Strax. It doesn't melt in your hand. Um, <laughs> Funny, that. <laughs> even with his attempted, this is really snow, uh, real snow, so I'll flick it out of my hand, um... Uh, it, it doesn't come across as real, but how what does come across as real is the comedy acting ability of David Starkey, uh, who plays Strax, who um, really? ex- extremely well written f- uh, for this story, and obviously the the on screen banter with uh, Matt Smith, who particularly likes doing comedy, and he hasn't really had a chance to do much comedy since Doctor Who, has he? Let's face it. Um, uh, really sort of relishes it. Epic in House of the Dragon. Mm. Uh, anyway, so the plan because. Um, Clara's become a little bit too interested in the Doctor, is to mm. give Clara the rubbery 
not very good, not re- very real looking memory worm, um, which <laughs> probably made. With the twelfth doctor as well. Yeah. You probably, get an extreme close up yeah, on it. You probably it was probably made by the same people that made the uh, Merca back in the day. Um, <laughs> just a lovely little re- um, sort of flashback to uh, older Doctor Who. Anyway, uh, anyway, the attempt to put the uh, memory worm on Clara fails because it actually goes on Strax instead, and uh, with comedy <laughs> effect of the highest order. Um, yeah, so I'm not going to say what the comedy was, uh, but it was really funny. But then they get accosted by some rather... Been running by a cab. By some funny-looking yeah. um, uh, snowmen who breathe snow on them. And, um, yeah, then um, Dr. Legs it again and still gets followed by Clara. He must have known she was following him, for God's sake. It was ridiculous. And he sneaks up to his invisible TARDIS in the sky, up a flight of invisible steps gets followed by a not so invisible clara um uh, and she sort of goes up there and watches him for a bit and gets rather sort of excited by the sight of snow or sorry sky that you can tread on basically and and then you can walk on around. a cloud that then, would get me pretty excited. yeah then the doctor notices her and they, she walks around the tardis and uh no that's later on isn't it no she, she decides to go back down the step ladder uh, she and does go around. She runs around yeah, the but she doesn't on this case. She, she doesn't get noticed on this occasion by the doctor. Uh, the next scene is this sort of um, they're talking about this this body that's in um, I don't know if it's in the lake or whatever, and it's all frozen and uh, what, it's a uh, pond. Yeah. yeah, pond. It's, 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 yeah, that's it's, it's, it. It's, it's, they haven't actually word, they yeah. haven't interviewed her about that yet, Kirby. But I did like that scene. Um, it's, it's as much of a pond as the duck pond uh, in Ledworth um, yeah. uh, or I know, but it's, um, it's relevant, isn't it? Meanwhile, um, Clara has a alter ego, and that Seventh is the... Hour. What? What did you say? No, I was saying the 11th hour with the duck pond. Oh. I just said yes. Clara has an alter <laughs> ego, and you said that's, that's what her alter ego is. The 11th hour. I don't think it is. I'm pretty sure she wasn't in that one. Oh, God. Uh, anyway, she's some sort of oh, matron. Wait, wait. She's split. She is uh, split across all of time and space. She's probably in there. Whatever. Whatever. Anyway, she um, she's coming to uh, for a... Uh, well, she's a matron, basically, and she gets interviewed. And pervy um, bloke that used to be in silence somewhere says to her, but, oh, you're very pretty. I can't say that to women. Well, Maybe you could in those days. Can't now. It's called sexual harassment, um, especially women that look about three quarters of your age. Right then. Anyway, so she she's um, her <laughs> extremely old looking children, especially the girl um, who sort of a certain age and acting about fifth. Well, I was going to say I was going to say fifteen years younger than they are. It's probably an exaggeration. So I'm going to say five, five years younger than the actual characters are. Um, and quite quite stereotypical in their um, sort of hoity-toitiness in regards to the, what they're wearing. You know, he's wearing like a sailor's costume, and she's wearing a sort of red frock with Very a very traditional of hat. the era. So I don't, yeah. I don't mind it. It's just a bit irritating. Uh, you know, you know, those children are both uh, are really brother and sister. Congratulations to them. Did they find that out via DNA uh, test? Or? Can we get a ding for that? No. Um, uh, she she played uh, 
young Lily Potter in Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows part two. Yes, she did. Oh, Kirby, um, don't get a ding because I've lost my bell. Um, Left my dinger downstairs. Yes. Anyway, where do we get up to? (laughs) Oh, yes, they're telling Clara that um, the the matron was mean to them and stuff, and um, she was really scary. Governess, dear, governess. So. Uh, the the um, Madame of Astra gets, and, and the lovely wife of hers, whose name I forget, um, invite uh, the matron, i.e. Clara, for a little chat. And um, then they test her. And Jenny Flint. Like, like you said, um, she says pond, and um, that intrigues the doctor. I'm moving forward a bit here. But, well, um, and the doctor happens to be wearing Amy's glasses. Oh, dear. Poor doctor. Has that hurt him in any way? No, obviously not. Right. Anyway, so I do like um, his costume. No, those are those are the same glasses don't that care. we were introduced to in the Muppets Take Manhattan. I don't care. Anyway, so, they look familiar. Yes. So the Doctor has now changed into <laughs> oh. Sherlock Holmes' uh, costume because he's he's invited himself to see Richardy uh, in his uh, in, as Sherlock Holmes, and of course Richardy. The thing knows is, that, is that that particular stereotypical Holmes costume didn't appear. Until oh, uh, the movies uh, in like the 40s. Yeah, that really doesn't matter again because he's playing. Oh, for God. He's not actually Sherlock Holmes, is he? <laughs> There's a little in joke, isn't it? Because Moffat was doing Sherlock at the time that these episodes were being done. So that's just an in joke. Stop it, Kirby. I'll switch, I'll have to, I can't set the dog on you because he's not in here. I'll have to set somebody else onto you. Right then. Um, as I was saying, it's. Um, you could uh, give me a memory worm. Mm, I wish I could. Um, right, so yeah, so he he very soon after his arrival, Richard E. Um, tells him that uh, that Sherlock Holmes is a fictional character, uh, and then they yeah, he shows him his little snow globe. It's very I say little, it's a big snow globe, isn't it cool? But the BBC could could have sold a few of those for Grimbo for the following year. Um, now, you know it, what it really needed was a big a giant brain like the Ronnie had. Oh, I'm going to play this bit of audio because it looks like it's going to be funny. Hang on. My volume is not going up, which makes it difficult to play. Here we go. Everything they need to evolve. A pond. Good point, Clara. What are you doing here? Madame Vastra wondered if you were needing any grenades. Grenades? She might have said help. That was my quote. <laughs> <laughs> it's it. wonderful. It is wonderful. He stole the whole thing, Strauss. He did. So, um, yeah, the, uh, Clara's looking at the window at the doctor, and uh, she, he, she, he doesn't see her. And then um, she carries on with a bit more of the. Uh, these kids also remind me of them. The, uh, he does see her. Donna's, he, he, he waves all right, at her. whatever. Um, Donna's um, <laughs> kids in um, the um, fact the library one. You remember when the um, Silence in the Science library in episode? Library. These kids are sort of a bit, bit like that, in in the way they're portrayed. That. Oh, so it's a Stephen Moffat story from the Russell T Davis era era one, where they're um, stuck in this library with some um, very yeah, sort of that, strange. But... What? You mean you don't remember when... You're alluding to kids. I can't remember kids. It wasn't... It was Donna. Yeah, Donna was taken... Yes, when Donna, Donna was taken about and she had kids in, when she was saved. eaten by... Yeah. She did when not she watch that episode. She, she was saved. Life, didn't she had a little she? five with a stuttery husband and two little kids. Yep. I don't remember that. Oh, dear. 
Oh, he's, he's, he's been holding on to a memory worm. Yeah, Robert sat on a memory worm. The memory worm. <laughs> no, not again. Anyway, so next oh, scene Robert is uh, they're like... being harassed by this um, rather scary uh, thing. And what the hell is that? Sorry, I just watched That's the scene. That's the way to do it. What? <laughs> uh, the doctor comes in and um, they're now all in the scoop, spooky house. I know what nearly said Scooby house. A spooky house together. Somehow, my my brain was misremembering this story as being the one where Strax uh, talks to Tom Tom at, for the navigation, but that must have been a different episode. Ooh, I kept I kept my waiting for this come up, and it never did. Quite possibly <laughs> so, Kirby. I, I remember that. Um, <laughs> Clara. Which, that's the way to do it. Meanwhile, your previous governess is now a living ice sculpt impersonating Mr. Punch. Jenny, what have you got? Oh. It's just um, when it, it says uh, you've been very naughty and that stuff is quite. That's quite the creepy. way to do it. Yeah, quite that's creepy. That's the way to do it. Quite creepy. Would you, would you want, I'm not going to have a punch at this stage. Thanks for the offer, though, Dad. Uh, uh, Eleven years ago, I started to watch some uh, Punch and Judy shows on YouTube after we were talking about this one. And, boy, it's Punch and Judy. Violent. Weird, Very violent, yes. Um, yeah. There's a scene next that is the, probably the reason why everybody suddenly hates Clara is because Stephen Moffat decided to write into this scene um, the scene where Clara grabs the doctor and tries to snog him um, tries to they both do yeah they he goes for it well yeah. as far as i can tell <laughs> yeah that's even moffat it's, wrote that it's, it's not time in the episode yeah, but it's not clara's fault it's moffat's fault for writing the scene in yeah bloody moffat <laughs> <laughs> everything's clara's fault no it's not yeah, anyway so they they have a little battle with this ice creature thingy and run around the house for a bit and it's an ice warrior sort of, no and no. then um <laughs> clara falls on the doctor and uh it was all very flirty and, and suggestive. I, I do like when the when the uh, maid goes to the front door. And <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm a lizard woman. From, <laughs> and <laughs> it goes to the back wife. door and there's Strax. <laughs> anyway, so the Doctor and Clara head towards the TARDIS. And somewhere along the line, um, Clara falls off. After the tour and the, oh, it's it's um, smaller on the outside and that stuff. Um she falls um, and hurts herself. She, it stung a bit um, as she was lying on the floor in the fake snow. Clara falls down to the ground. Yeah. Do you know what? She, when she was lying there on, on her back looking up with her hair perfectly arranged around her head, she could have done a little snow angel, couldn't she? She could have done a snow angel or something. That would have been quite cool. The way she falls is the same way as she falls when she's going through the timelines. She falls exactly the same way, so I wonder if they even had her do it both times, yeah, or so. if they changed, you know. Oh, that might have been a little tie-in, Mary. Clothes, yeah. That might uh, have been a tie-in. Yeah. Anyway, so. This is a great episode with Clara. And yeah. Doctor starts sulking a little bit, to be fair, um, and, and actually moves the TARDIS into the room where Clara's <laughs> fading away, and. Um, yeah, I'm trying to skip forward here because there's lots of st- stupid bits of conversation. Um, <laughs> Richard E is Richard E is really sulking still, and um, the Doctor is really cross. So he gets this tin with a London Underground map on it, and he then which was um, cool. I mean, I like that. 
It's yeah. one of the few things I like oh, about I like that, this yeah. one. And he thinks he's foiled everything and um, sort That's of um, reaches into the mind because it's obviously he's the little boy. Uh, Richard, he's the little boy, and uh, he's he was um, sort of taken in by the great intelligence. Uh, so the the doctor does some stuff to the great intelligence, the memory worm. That's it, uh, and thinking that that would Richard cure everything, but it didn't. And uh, Ian, Ian McKellen's voice changes a few times. We've got to mention this into all sorts of different voices. And then... Uh, well, he's and being the boy. Richard E. freezes a little bit and starts attacking people. And um, and the only way the Doctor's going to be saved, because he's freezing the Doctor's face, is uh, by uh, in, intervention from Clara and a bit of salt from her tear. Well, and, I wonder, uh, wait, wait, I wondered about this because Madame Vastra draws her sword and yeah. all I can think of is, OK, get him, get him with your sword. But she just kind of stands in the back. Just trying to sort of just looks a bit different. tough, doesn't she? Um, yeah. I don't know what the point of the drawing of the sword if she's not going to use it. Make her look cool. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> and then it starts <laughs> raining. I love the cosplay as her. It starts raining. Uh, obviously, Clara's done something and uh, saved everybody, and um, the yeah, doctor goes. If she saved the world, there's, as the doctor says, salting the earth is probably not a good way of doing it. No, not really. <laughs> right. Anyway, she so she snuffs it by saying um, um, something. Run, you clever boy, and, and remember. remember. Yes, and then uh, he has the little great. Sorry, I did that with so much emotion. Yeah. Didn't and, I? Yeah. Um, he then has some flashbacks because he recognises Clara's voice. Uh, as because uh, she mentioned about she could uh, she, she could make souffles and stuff like that didn't she and uh, that's yeah we've got a kitchen I like making souffles yeah when she was in the TARDIS yeah, she did indeed say this and um, then she he realised that there's something odd about her and decides that that's his next mission to go and find Clara she feels there may be another Clara about and well done Doctor because indeed there was. So there we go. Well, that is everywhere. That is yeah. the the episode we call the Snowmen. Um, right. Okay. I did I did sort of take the Mickey out of it a little bit, didn't I? But on the yeah, whole, I no found I found it quite good fun because um, I think if you take Strax out of this episode, it probably would have been pretty rubbish to be fair. Um, but having that comedy element it's a christmas episode wasn't it, this one so i felt that really did christmas it up a bit probably more than some of the other doctor who is certainly better than the previous one or was it i can't remember what was the previous one the was that the one with the fish no the christmas one Oh, the Christmas one. That was that was a yeah. fishy one wasn't it that was quite actually quite good no no the one no. before this was the uh the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Oh, no, yeah, that's definitely better than that one. Couldn't we get much worse. Stop mm. taking his thunder again. Who? Robert Who? was saying it. Apparently you were saying it, Robert. Robert but for the first, it. Yeah, I no, was saying it. Just saying, but apparently you were saying it, Robert. But for the first time ever, Kirby was very uh, insistent on stealing your thunder. Yeah. <laughs> Never happened before. Time. So cherish the moment. Right. Anyway, so, um, like I say, I did take the mic out of it, um, but I did enjoy the story, to be fair. I, I, it was very pretty. I, I do get fed up, like I've said before, with the, oh, it's a Christmas episode, oh, we must have snow. Whatever happens, it's got to appear somewhere in it, because it's... Make it more accurate, that's have mud. Bit of mud, because that's yeah, what we mud. actually do see at Christmas, <laughs> mud. 
Um, Blood, glorious. So yeah, it was, I think it was, it was dark most of and the episode as well. To be perfectly honest, I quite like Clara, so I quite enjoy. It. I think uh, Jenna Coleman is is she, she's got so much screen presence that I could just Jenna sit there with the sound turned off and just watch her uh, for an hour. And um, on the whole, yeah, I, I quite like the. the it was that that strange. I was joking. Um, oh. What's that strange um, <laughs> band of people with Strax, the the Silurian woman, and that that woman who's married to the Silurian? Peyton Ostergang. Peyton yeah. Ostergang. I like them. Uh, so, and on the whole, it was it was quite good in my view. You lot all hate it. I don't care. It's over two for the first time in a long, long time because it was uh, usually it's only when just me and Kirby are doing the episode. It's over to Kirby. What did you think? Uh I was less impressed with it this time than 11 years ago. Oh, dear. It's been a long time since I've seen this one. Yes. Uh, a very long. I, I don't think I've seen it in 11 years. Right. And uh, it's okay, but... There we go. Oh, okay, so, so, it's with that. so go with that. it is so Moffat. It is, it is indeed. It is It's just... Parts of it are practically unwatchable, but it does have the... Uh, <laughs> Pentecostal gang, which is, is what what helps in. Uh, oh, good! I just finally spotted the uh, the sphere inside one of the snowmen. I liked the references to to um, <laughs> the London Underground and stuff, and the, the sphere from Obama. Obama. What Obama? I didn't. What the president was in? Was he? Or was and, that a different? Uh, one? Was it Michelle Obama? It, it it's okay. It, it, it's not one of the better ones and and i'm going oh no clara <laughs> die. clara dies more times than rory <laughs> but as i was saying earlier we after this we started speculating uh, if they were the same person start dying every single week um we did and she did she didn't no she didn't tonight Oh, was that so, it? Oh, so oh, far, right. her first her first two appearances, she died. Yeah, I don't think she dies that many more times. To be fair, no, I don't think she dies any more. She time. does. She dies one more time when a raven gets her. Oh, oh dear! Yeah. No, she doesn't exactly die. She lives forever. Uh, yeah, she, she sort of dies, so. and then she lives forever. Uh, she yeah. lives forever. Me, more Clara with, living forever with, with me. With you? <laughs> what? What would Mrs. Kirby say about that? Yes, Mrs. Kirby. <laughs> oh dear. Right then. Okay. Thank you, Kirby. I presume you're done. Uh, basically, yes. Basically, well, that means yes. Then. Okay. Right then. Let's see what we've got. Coming oh, I, I, I reserve the right to interrupt other people. You do? <laughs> oh, hang on. Oh, hang on. I'm, 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 damn. Hang on. We've got technical for F. But ah, that's better. Uh, Adam, you've got quite a few comments on the live. Oh, I'm feed. bloody reading them now. Oh, Jesus Christ! Hang on, I've got to move this out of the way. You told you told us to remind no, you. No, I now. did not. Why does it say community standards on it? Uh, right then, so we've got here. Um, Adam, you're quiet on the feed. Lily uh, and Robin, hi, and Billy Kirkbright saying that he uh, couldn't be bothered to come to the Isle of Wight, and Terry Miles saying it's okay now. Lily and Robin, snowmen, not snowman. That was not at all pedantic. Uh, Jason Truong says hey everyone just wanted to say hello hope everyone is doing well and well speak for yourself Jason and then he says cannot stay long just wanted to wave and say hello and bye well bye then and then he says 
great episode, by the way. What well, this or um, the Great Escape? No, what's it called again? Um, no, it's called the Snowmen, great Man, escape. whatever it is. Yeah, I was thinking of Great Intelligence. Yes. Um... <laughs> oh, well, then Ian Kirk says Eccleston was in GI Joe. GI Joe, yeah, he was the movie. Yeah. Oh, hang on, I've got to find me jingles phone. I'll put it in all alphabet. Great Intelligence Joe, okay. Yeah. What do you want about? That's what I said before. Okay, anyway, the next one. Robert. <laughs> the next one is this. This sounds a bit dodgy, actually. <clears throat> yeah. Tim Drury says, I'm seeing Billy Kirkbright on Tuesday. I hope Mrs. Kirkbright knows about this, Tim. <laughs> Me, Mrs. Billy. It's not a very on a public platform to post information like that. And then Lillian Robbins says, "I want to cosplay Clara." Cool. Thank you. Somebody agrees with me that Clara is cool. No, I disagree that the cosplaying of Clara should be no, fantastic. If you said what that, that means you agree with me that Clara is cool. Right, so I presume Kirby's posted a request for feedback. Oh, hang on, have, you, have we done everyone? You haven't done Mary, you haven't yeah, done Robert, you, you yeah, haven't done me. <laughs> <laughs> That's like bamboo- I bamboozled myself because I did Kirby first. Right then, Robert, what did you think? <laughs> Could somebody please explain what happens? Clara right, what happened was, right? Oh, somehow sorry. somehow saves everything, does it? Yes. Because she's crying. Yes. Because she's tied to the, yeah, right at the beginning, he realises she's tied to what the snowmen are doing, and he makes her wish that they melted, and they do, and he kind of guesses she's something to do with it, oh, okay. but he's yes. not sure how. And, it's not, it's a, it's a silly Moffat story. Yeah, it's not yeah, explained exactly. very well, but yeah. Doctor works it out pretty quickly at the beginning. Yes. I, I mean, I have to admit, like, like Kirby, I hadn't seen this since it originally aired, and... I was nodding off trying it to tell you. The I have. Thing. The, I think if you look at it in the larger scheme of things, the reason why Clara is connected to the Great Intelligence and has this sort of power that she doesn't realise she has is because of her splintering. So yeah. there's, there's part of the Doctor's need, her need for the Doctor to survive, and she's unaware of some of these things, and that's one of the first one that's come about. She's saved him and, and the world because she's a splintered Clara. Does that make sense? Does that make sense to you, like, Debbie? Like the Jaggeroth. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Splintered in time. Yes. Sorry, where did we yeah, get up to? Um, oh, it's, it's you, Moffat, it's you, Robert. isn't it? It is yeah, Moffat. It's, it's, it's a Moffat story. It is. Uh, and uh, I'm just realising why I sort of hate this period of Doctor Who, and uh, it's just... Hmm, I just... Moffat's really writing for the wrong show here. I think he wants a comedy show, and why doesn't he have his own comedy show instead of Doctor Who? He's, it's like everything gets treated like a joke. Uh, everybody's joking around. I mean, it's funny. It's Christmas. But, uh, well, no, Doctor Who has always had injections of humour. The Doctor's, yeah. you know, always been wiseacres. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, I don't really like it. I, it, it's, it's okay. It's all, it's all right. right. I mean, even I, I, I finished watching Nightmare of Eden today because I'm going through the season 17 set. Oh, cool. And Tom Baker and going into the CET machine or whatever it was, 
getting attacked by the mandrels. My fingers, my arms, my legs, my everything. <laughs> and it's just, you know, that sort of stuff. It, I don't like it in Doctor Who. <laughs> Never mind, Robert. It's it okay. Was, it was just painful. And I, this, I found this episode quite painful and little. It's fine. It's okay. Stick to being serious, and and not like treat everything like it's a big joke, and everything's offhand. And, um... the, the doctor was being exactly. serious. Exactly. <laughs> well, the doctor was being it's serious. He was so so uh, grumpy at the very beginning. Mm, but yeah, I don't. Uh, didn't really enjoy it, but um, there you go. <laughs> Is that it, Robert? <laughs> yeah. Right, okay, thank God. Try then, Debbie! I'm going to cause a bit of controversy and say I thought this episode was a cracking Christmas episode. Mm, well, there You've you got go. everyone's chewing the scenery, the, you know, everyone's one-upping each other in, in the jail. ended up with diarrhoea after. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I watched this while I was doing a truckload of washing up, and I, I just was, I was laughing. Washing up? Through it. How much did you have? Oh, quite a lot. <laughs> I started watching this two Our nights ago and fell asleep. Oh. <laughs> I, I fell asleep trying to watch this two nights ago. Yeah, well, that was me and, tonight. Uh, <laughs> I like I like the use of the music from the beginning. The music was was pretty good and pacey, kept it going. I I've always been a sucker for something scary like a snowman. You know, something innocuous being turned into something deranged. That wasn't really scary. Welcome no. to the Moffat era. It is yeah. for a kiddie when their snowmen suddenly have big teeth. But I thought they were brilliant because they didn't do anything. That's why I thought it was funny, because they just chomped their teeth at people, and that was yeah. bad. Uh, they ate all the workmen at the beginning. Yeah, but you didn't get to see that. Mm. <laughs> you wanted to watch the gore. Let's <laughs> see one of them, like, live following someone or something, you know. It would have been a later, later Doctor Who would have shown a bit of that, you know. But um, this was this was perfect Christmas viewing when it first came out because I watched it the first time. I've actually watched this a few times since because it's one I that I can say I watched this the first time. Yeah, everybody no, watched it the first 11, time. Yeah, when it first came out, I watched this the first time yeah. round. Isla's since watched it. Isla knows when I'm walking through the house and just going, a grenade! She knows exactly <laughs> what to do. Yeah, okay. It just is there. And as Robert's on, I'm going to have to come well. up with something for my different ending goodbye, so it might be that from now on. And uh, <laughs> I just, I really, really quite liked it, but I also really liked it because Clara died. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I have a big, you, big problem yeah. with it becoming the Clara show for the next umpteen oh, years. Exactly, exactly. Because it's the Doctor. It's about the Doctor, but yeah. it's become more and more about the companions. And then it draws exactly. back and it becomes about the companions again. And we are back in full, let's talk about the companions' point of view and perspective. Mm. But the Doctor gets effectively sidelined. Exactly. And I don't like that. And this is the... This is... This is the introduction to when it's at its worst. And when we put it back with Bill and Nardle joining, it's, it's, it's juxtaposition every time. So I'm, I'm dreading to think if we're going to be companion heavy or, or are we going to be doctor heavy in the new ones that are coming. But this was a cracking, cracking bit of escapism, cracking bit of telly. And I don't really care that no one else really liked it because it helped me get through some washing up. 
Well, when we talked about this one 11 years ago, oh. I, I told everyone, oh, I've seen this one like five times. Wow. Apologies well, to the listeners for banging in the microphone. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Got I'm it? Done. Yeah. All right. Um, I just apologize to the listeners because I knocked the microphone quite heavily with the palm of my hand when I went to scratch my nose and this happens. Your nose then. isn't where your microphone is, surely. Well, no, yeah. and my hand isn't... Ne- Don't call me the- Shirley. My hand is by the, <laughs> by the mouse, which is next to the microphone. So when I lifted my hand up from the mouse, it, it went hit the microphone symbols okay everybody it's time for the highlight of this piece it's uh, Mary (laughs) well well, going back 11 years which is when I last saw it um, I had no pre or ideas about the new companion except that she was you know she was as um, Adam said she is very good camera material. Um, so I was open to seeing how she would work out. Um, and so as we're redoing these episodes, and I, and I, like Deb, I dread what's coming. But right now I'm trying, again, to be, you know, kind of fresh. Because yes, yeah, I'm hoping yeah. that I have a new appreciation uh, for this and the following episodes. You know, things that I let my negativity get in the way of. I'm hoping <laughs> that I can... You know, maybe temper that a little bit. You know, I don't know. I don't know. Um, you know, we, we don't want to look forward to the next year of Mary going blah blah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's um, fine. And there, there is a lot to like about this. You've episode. got to come at it with a with a fresh approach because all all Mary and I have been dreading is this part of the the journey. <laughs> yeah. And looking at it fresh eyes is going yeah. to be interesting. It, yeah. It's yeah, like the poster at the top of the hill there. You know. <laughs> Um, now, the new opening graphics, I really like those, you know, with the, the doctor's face and all that. So I thought that was yeah. a nice improvement. Um, uh, the appearance of the Paternoster gang is enjoyable still, um, especially Strax, of course. He is he's so much fun in this episode. And I <laughs> more, you know, that's going to come of that, um, you know, until the days I start hating the Paternoster gang. Um, OK, but until I, I, I and I really enjoyed it. I liked the story. I was rolling with it until the Clara and Doc kiss and all the um, obvious flirting that goes up after this. I mean, it's just, mm-hmm. it's nonstop after yeah. that. Um, and that, <laughs> that, for me, got in the way of the total enjoyment of this episode. Um, because you'd, I want Doctor Who, like he was with Amy and Rory, you know, a good friend, but that's it. Um, I don't want him to have a girlfriend. Um, and the new TARDIS has been redecorated. I don't, I don't like, like it. it. I don't like it. <laughs> you knew that was coming. So, so on a scale of 10, I would take it to about a 7 or 8, you know, just just spoiled for those few things that I yeah. mentioned. Yeah. Oh, was that it? And, and let me let me be clear. I do like this interior of the TARDIS, but I like the one before better. Yeah, I like the one before way better. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Can I just say something to, no. to what Mary said? No. From the outside. He always takes you. He always takes that for seriously, doesn't he? Go on then. No, always takes it seriously. Mary said, "Approaching it afresh." I am trying to do that, and like when we watched a town called Mercy, I was thinking, I remember not liking that episode, but we watched mm. it again, and I actually did. Yeah, so I am too. trying to I do that going into this. 
So yeah, yeah so, so we're working on it. We're working, we're working on, on it. it. It's a therapy, a group therapy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yes. Well done. That's exactly it. I, I like the town called Mercy a lot better with this most recent watch, but I yes, liked the exactly. snowman a lot worse this time. Exactly, yeah. Maybe you overdid it the first time around with and five watches. I, I had forgotten about the kiss entirely. Oh, not just the kiss, though. I mean, it goes on. They do, you know, the way she lands on him on the roof and the way they oh, land yeah. on her. And all the, I mean, it's like, stop it already. Get stop off it. Right I don't the remember right that oh, after this episode. I don't remember an awful lot of, of this sort of interaction between the Doctor and Clara, to be fair. Especially when the Doctor decided it was time to regenerate. Um, right. Uh, is that it, by the way? Are, are we moving on? Yes. Yeah. Moving on. Okay, right then. Kirby. Yes, there's not a whole lot. There's uh, Brandon Moore. No, says, don't worry about Clap Brandon. We're not going to even just because he sent something through via email. Well, he says, BU trying to get back to doing audio. Yeah. Uh, Captain Kirk's feedback. Yes, well, again. Terry Miles. Again, so don't worry about that. That's the end of that then. Right then, Debbie. You have yeah, some no, no, stuff to read. When, when these people say these things, it's in addition to their audio or whatever. You reckon. Right then, Debbie. Yes. Go on then. It's snowing, so this must be a Christmas show. Ah, Richard E. Grant. Didn't he play the Doctor? Twice. Is that, is that the voice of Sir Ian McKelling? Ah, yes. the gang's all here. Strax is brilliant in this one. Dan Starkey's timing is excellent. Silence, girl. Sorry, boy. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Why is the TARDIS hanging above the garden and invisible? Clouds you can walk on. It never happened before or after. GI, the great intelligence. That might reoccur sometimes. The yeah. doctor is suffering the loss of the nose and the legs. Sir, please don't noggy me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Is that a map of the London Underground for 1967 on that box? Yep. So now the doctor is going to search for Clara Oswin Oswald. Next up, Bells of St. John, Linda and Terry. Yeah, so I thank you very much. Uh, yeah, I, I uh, was reminded when I listened to us 11 years ago, a uh, couple of days ago, uh, that my girls just absolutely were laughing up a storm at the uh, noogie. Yeah, please do <laughs> noogie me, sir. <laughs> yes, apparently, we had to rewind the section three or four times because they kept laughing through it. Uh, no. <laughs> Right, no, uh, thank you for that. We've got this came through. Ouch. Good evening, 20 megabyte podcast. Very quietly. M here with some audio feedback. With some very quiet audio feedback, which means I've got some... I know, you know what it means now. He's done a... He's done a um, what Andy used to do, sent it through and it's ridiculously quiet, so I'm going to have to download it and do some skullduggery with it because i'm jiggery pokery so my while that's happening is a bit of this well good evening 20 megabytes hop along the knee here it's sunday afternoon it's nice and sunny out there i thought i'd just get through this Dawn sticks a needle into me to stop blood clotting. God, the great joys of being injured. Anyway, yesterday I stood up to do the ironing. I can't sit down for fairly obvious reasons and watch the snowman. And yeah, it's enjoyable. I mean, it's a, uh, it's, it's a bit of a hybrid one, isn't it? You know, it's half of it is comedy and there is some, you know, very good comic touches, you know, with uh, the way the doctor meets, um, 
Clara and the thing in the sky with Strax and the Paternoster gang. You know, it's some of it is played for laughs, but it's actually it's humour that does fit him well. And if you could, you know, you could enjoy the humour, you can ignore it completely. The story still moves along. Um, yeah, Killer Snowman. That's a that's a new one. They're quite evil snowmen as well with the teeth of bite, and it's. Uh, Never quite understand exactly what the great intelligence, as we find out it is, um, is actually going to do and how he's going to uh, achieve his ends. But um, I suppose then we do realise that uh, it actually continues in the development of John. So it's perhaps, um, you know, it's, it's opening things up. And I honestly can't remember what happens in the development of John. So uh, whether these plot holes get closed down or not, I know not. Well, you'll find out. But uh, it slowly goes along. It's um, meeting the second incarnation of Clara. Uh, and where she dies, and you think at the end, oh yeah, again, I forgot she died at the end of this. Spoilers! Um, before we meet the third one, you see that very briefly in the uh, next time episode. Um, and yeah, it starts to set things up. I think it's the, you can see the, the cross reference going back to the original Clara, or original Clara one, I don't know. Um, whether we know when she was a Dalek, and there's things that she does there, things that are you know, just the same, things she does differently. And she's a, yeah, she's a, a very feisty character, isn't she? You know, certainly it's a, she's got that uh, trait all the way through the various different bits that we see. You know, quite happy to stand up for her own right. You know, I think she'd have gone on very well with Sarah Jane, probably got on very well with, um, with Tegan and with uh, Leela, I think. Probably not as bloodthirsty as Leela, but certainly someone who um, wasn't going to take no... For an answer, and so he was, you know, quite happy to stand up to men, and you know, in the between, you know, what the age he was in, the sort of sort of Victorian age, um, something that perhaps it shouldn't be doing, but um, yeah, uh, I think the doctor certainly got an eye for when she was sitting on top of him at one point in time, and that uh, then she was quite decorous when she said, you know, he must go up the ladder in front of her. And then you get this like, yeah, I'll take your clothes off. It's like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. I wouldn't have even dreamed of but, looking um, up yeah, that she's, way. Uh, she's not backward at coming through, uh-huh. is she there? Richard E. Grant is quite menacing because and then, then he suddenly goes back to be trouble and suddenly he's menacing again. Of course, he crops up elsewhere. And uh, you know, he's, he does recur him. He, he, I think he plays that sort of character very well. And he's got the looks, really, you know, the cheekbones, and you know, that, that, that stare of his that he puts in. He does, he does character out quite well. Great intelligence, yeah. I mean, you've got the bit with the underground map, um, which is obviously a big clue to what's going on. Uh, you know, again, that could have been a comic touch in its own right, and then it actually become relevant. Uh, and uh, I don't really think that bit quite came off, though. Though, again, as I said, this was Christmas stories are meant just to be entertainment rather than to be a, a story in their own right. I mean, how many of them really have been, you know, carried a storyline on with their standalone one offs? That's what they're meant to do. But all in all, did thoroughly enjoy it. You know, it passed an hour and it kept us going, as I remember, you know, between 6A and 6B. Just filled that little gap and then we set it up to the Bell St. John and you can see what's coming afterwards. And I think, from that point of view, did a good job. Yes. Oh, and Adam, yeah. congratulations. Have you had your first nappy yet? Have you seen uh, it? No, I'm in a queue to do nappies. Uh, I'm <laughs> in the hospital today. Um, <clears throat> Deb was offered the part, uh, but. Carl insisted on um, doing it himself. So um, good yeah. for him. They don't mm-hmm. smell at that stage, thankfully. Well, I think it was a wee. I don't know. I'm not bothered. I'll, I'll do if, if someone <laughs> requires me to do a nappy. I'll do it. But uh, I don't think I'll be first in the queue because everybody else wants to do them. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> That's all right, isn't it? 
Um, so, yeah, so when it happens, it happens as fine. Um, the equipment's there, and the boys are much easier to change than the girls that I have done in the past. Right then, so this is going to be attempt number two at uh, Brandon Moore's feedback. I've increased the volume of the feedback by 300%. Let's see how that pans out. Good evening, 20 megabyte podcasters. Still it's quiet, Mr. Isn't it? M here with some audio. It's better. Feed. It's too, still too quiet. Right then, so I'm going to wait. It's fine. I can hear it. Yeah, it sounded fine. It was fine. It was fine. Right, okay, let's start again then. That's me playing around with the... He was rewinding, don't worry. It's quite good, isn't it? (laughs) Right, anyway, right, yes. Brandon Moore, take three. Good evening, 20 megabyte podcasters. It's Mr. M here with some audio feedback. It's been a long while since I've done any audio feedback but it's been a long time since you've been recording regularly. I guess I want to try and get back into the habit. Good. The Snowmen by The Feast of Stephen Moffat. (laughs) This is a great, great Christmas episode. Clara is brilliant in this episode. The Victorian nanny version of Clara is definitely the best version of Clara. And I know it was at one point the plan that she would continue on throughout the rest of this series and presumably beyond and I think it's a shame that they changed that plan Jenna Coleman is hot <laughs> and also <laughs> in this episode she plays both the Claras really well but the Mockney accent is a little bit irritating yes. but aside from that she's really great really engaging character you're rooting for her the entire episode through the concept of the Doctor retiring and sulking on his cloud is great. <laughs> um, I kind of find find it hard to believe that just... Why would he choose to settle in that time period if the Paternoster gang are there? Surely he'd rather pick a time where he didn't know anybody, but hey, maybe subconsciously he knew that he wanted to find something to get the pulling back in. Speaking of the Paternoster gang... I think they work best in this episode. Vastra being cast as a Sherlock Holmes inspiration is a really good idea. Strax is at his funniest in this episode without becoming an annoying cliche. Um, <laughs> they work very well as a team as well. I may have mentioned this story already, but Dan Starkey actually wrote to Doctor Who magazine prior to this episode being recorded saying Strax should come back and he should be Vastra and Jenny's butler. And that's how the whole thing got started. The idea of the snow as monsters, great. The idea that snow remembers, bit odd, but okay, great. The snowmen forming themselves up and attacking as an army, also great. And was this episode was broadcast the same year that the John Lewis advert featured snowmen who moved when people weren't looking at them. Kind of like a cross between the snowmen in this episode and the Weeping Angels. So Mm -hmm. it was very much of the zeitgeist at the time. The fact that the monster turns out to be the great intelligence at the end of the episode is a nice twist. Bit odd that the Doctor doesn't remember having encountered the great intelligence before, but hey, I can't remember what I did two weeks ago. You know, this is nine lifetimes ago. Well, ten, if you include the War Doctor. Um, It might take a little bit of memory jogging to, to fully recall it. I'm not a big fan of Richard E. Grant, um, especially his performance in this episode. It's a little bit stiff at some points. 
Ian McKellen as the voice of the Grey Intelligence is a great little Easter egg surprise for Christmas. Um, we didn't don't think his casting was announced at all beforehand. Um, I also really like the kids that Clara is nannying. Um, they were originally... I mean, when Clara was supposed to stay on throughout the series, the, those children were the ones who were supposed to turn up in the Neil Gaiman episode, Nightmare in Silver, and they would have been a lot better because Artie and Angie, the characters we got instead, were, were not great. These were really good child actors, so it's a shame that they, they didn't recur at any point. Of course, Clara dies at the end. Um, she goes splat, just like Amy <laughs> Rory did last episode. Only they're not really dead. You know, who says Stephen Moffat can only reuse his ideas? Um, but the moment that Clara died, I knew we would get this ending where there's another Clara in the modern day who just happens to wander through graveyards because that's never explained. Um, hey, I wander through graveyards. I do too. too. <laughs> um, there have been a lot of rumours that at the time that we would go straight from this episode to the new series starting in January, but obviously we had to wait till Easter. Um, it's good. This episode is the only time you have a Christmas special in the middle of a series. Um, it does really well with that baggage and of having to introduce a companion, but a companion who we've seen before. It's got a lot to deal with, yet it remains standalone. It's accessible, I think, for a Christmas Day family audience. Um, yeah. The memory worm is great fun. It's light, it's got everything that you need in Doctor Who, and I would give this episode a 9 out of 10. Ooh. Next time. Mm. Evil Wi-Fi. Mm. Well, thank you very much. That's, uh, that's Brandon Moore, everybody. Thank you, Brandon. You know, you know there's, there's only one problem with uh, his doing it as audio. Mm. I miss being able to uh, read his typos. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> Shame, isn't it? Shame. <laughs> mm. Well, anyway. Hello, 20 Megabyte Podcast is in Kirk. The Snowman by Stephen Moffat. Shall I fetch the memory worm? <laughs> Snowmen Please. are cool. So is the cold open. Yes. Clara works at the Rose and Crown. Mm. Might be a reference to the first New Who companion. Ah. The Doctor's ah. coach is a car phone. We're never told where the telepathic snow came from, but it is a TV science fiction fantasy TV show. No, you got show. that wrong. <laughs> Clara's short and appears and disappears, but she is the impossible girl. True. <laughs> nice to see the Patamaster gang again. Richard E. Grant has previously been the Doctor twice. Clara can do the voices of Mary Poppins and Dick Van Dyke. Yes. <laughs> Spoiler, Clara has been scattered through space and time. Like Scaroth in the fourth Doctor episode, City hey. of Death. So, like other <laughs> new companions, she becomes one of the most important people in the universe. The family are crying for the dying Clara and their salty tears melt the telepathic snow and dissolve the great intelligence because all you need is love. Again, <laughs> you should have used Yetis. Yeah. Bye for now. <laughs> Sounded like a little bit of a rant I there. I'm surprised he didn't embed uh, some beetles right there. 
He yeah, would... all you need is... There was a thought of doing that, I would imagine. But then, of course, um, Parlophone Records might get on top. All right, shut up. Love Love is high. All right, shut up. Right then, um, uh, before we move on to... Oh, Adam, you need some love by the sounds of it. Be quiet. Anyway, um, (laughs) yeah, so um, I I almost forgot to thank everybody for, um, on behalf of uh, Alicia, for uh, the congratulations on the birth of Grayson, Keith, Basil. 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 Quinn. Basil. Who was born yesterday <laughs> oh. at about four o'clock in the afternoon. Um, oh, bless. And is truly beautiful. He is. He's, he's lovely and cuddly too. And he just makes these little squeaky baby noises. And, he's, uh, and he, he opens <laughs> his eyes. So and he look, it, he opens his eyes and he looks like he's got a great intelligence. <laughs> he does that. I, I posted a picture that Kyle. I posted a picture that Kyle took of him yesterday, or this morning, I should say. And um, bear in mind, he's not even a day old, and he probably has got wind. But <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> I did. I did uh, touch a bit of scabbing. Babies, the that babies that come out the sunroof aren't all squished up. He, I know, but he's beautiful. Anyway, so he's, yeah, he's gorgeous. Uh, Alicia's suffering a bit because she's had a great big. Um, hole um, cut in there to let him out uh, so she's a bit sore um, it's quite warm in the hospital at the moment so, and they, they don't have aircon in their maternity unit so she's quite hot yeah, and uncomfortable I, when I had Isla over bank holiday May bank holiday it was the hottest May bank holiday we've yeah. had in years so she's a bit uncomfortable but other than that um, mother baby and daddy doing fine and uh, we're all gooey because we love him so much he's so beautiful even oh, Isabella went gooey who doesn't oh, have babies no. wow. uh, she's <laughs> the one that held him for the longest even though she was a bit awkward on the first one before Carl made a slight adjustment to to the hold and yeah she's uh, yeah she's smitten as well so um so thank you everybody for for your so you didn't see the carnival last night instead proud granddad well the the ironic thing was obviously both isabella and alicia were carnival well isabella alicia was a carnival princess twice uh sorry isabella was a carnival princess twice is alicia was a carnival queen and a carnival princess and they invited them all back for this tribute to bob hadman who used to run cow's carnival and build the floats these beautiful floats over many years um he passed away last year i believe and uh, so they wanted to do this big tribute so they invited anybody who had been on the float back but unfortunately alicia had a certain excuse yes uh, but when excuse. when these pictures are posted today of of us with um grayson were up lynn hammond liked them and some other people made a comment that what a perfect day to be born on on the day of the tribute to bob hammond so i don't think that's the reason why it happened but it was a nice excuse to not do it isabella on the other hand was working so she couldn't do it but she was disappointed to miss it because she was at work so that's a little uh mention of cow's carnival uh, i can't remember how we got into that but then i, I was going to try and segue into top two news Oh yeah. Before I go, I'm, I'm not too sure whether to do the what we watched this week because my, my head's not quite in the right place. I have been watching stuff, but I'm, I haven't hasn't really properly been sinking sinking in, and I'm not quite quite sure whether. Oh, we'll do it anyway. I'll try and see what I can remember what that I've watched. But at the moment, we're doing Doctor Who news. Um, yes, a series one to four. Oh, that might be quite good. A series one to four remastered Blu-ray, a newly remastered Blu-ray no. box set of series I one to four that. of Doctor Who. No. To who is to be released? But, but it was Yeah, but it wasn't yeah. originally broadcast in HD, was it? Yeah, they yeah, but it wasn't filmed in HD either. Why are you yeah, talking over each other? It. 
they already put it out mm. and now they're trying to sucker people in to get it out again. Uh. Why didn't they do a good upscale the first time? And and also, I, they better put some extras on it. I was disappointed watching yeah, The Snowman exactly. because I have recently I've been trying to bring together uh, various all of the doc, all the modern doctors in sets. And mm. a couple of years ago, I got Matt Smith's set, and it's got no extras on it. So I pulled out my original mm. uh, Snowman, and it has the uh, the prequels on mm. it. Okay. The, the Great Detective like and something else. Uh, and that disappoints me. And uh, so are they going to put the extras on this or not? I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying what's in the news. <laughs> They're useless. Anyway, Evolution of the Toy Dalek is a book uh, by uh, Alex Stora. With it's free, a few you others. know. Yeah, but it looks really cool. It's it, very good. I've had a look through it yeah, already. The book can be downloaded free from 7-0 website. Uh, ah, what? they put out some interesting stuff. Mm. Yeah. Season it's, it's 20 Blu-ray. But somebody reckons there's, there's bits missing in it. Okay. Season 20 well, Blu-ray. Being a digital uh, book, it can right. be upgraded. So. Okay. Thank you. Season 20 Blu-ray uh, release date confirmed, and that release date is the when 18th is of September 2023. Uh, Doctor Who magazine, it's you 594. Yeah, unfortunately, we can't pre-order that one uh, here yet. Okay, don't care. Yeah, um, we, we, oh. we can on Amazon. I have pre-ordered, well, it's on some Amazons, but it's not available oh, for Americans. Amazon, do it through Amazon UK. Uh, but then I can't watch it. Then you got to pay all that shipping. Right. Yeah, and I, I did pre-order the Underwater Menace. Right, okay. Ah, Back to the feed. Um, Billy Kirkbright says, I found Wi-Fi briefly. Adam, I'd love... Ooh. I'd have loved to come to the Isle of Wight this time, perhaps next time. And there will be a next time. Okay, well, thank you. I hope so, eh? Uh, right then, Doctor Who Magazine 594 features the 14th Doctor, as played by David Tennant, who appears to be in virtually everything on TV at the moment, including a series called Good Omens. Uh, still have watched Good last Omens, episode well, two. People yeah. have told me, uh, like myself, it. it's been difficult getting past episode two of that particular series. Um, Underwater Menace animated Blu-ray release. Uh, the uh, Doctor Who story, Yay. Underwater Menace. Um, what? Oh, oh sorry. Um, it will be released this autumn on DVD and Blu-ray. The two-disc set contains the fourth season story first broadcast in 1967, as well as special features. Is there a um, release date yet for that? Um, no, it doesn't say a release date. It just says autumn, doesn't it? Yeah, I, yeah. but like I said, I, I've been able to pre-order this one, okay, but well, there's no release date. Yeah. Telos celebrates 60 years of Doctor Who. That's just how Telos Publishing is celebrating 60, 60, can't say it, 60 years of 60. Doctor Who with a range of new titles. Which I'm not going to go through. Um, what else have we got here? Uh, deluxe illustrated edition of Rose is to be released. Um, BBC Books have announced that the novelisation of the first story of Doctor Who's 2005 revival, Rose, is to be released in a special illustrated version. Oh, that'd be quite it's like a graphic novel then. Yeah, I, I uh, recently bought the book of that. I was going to say, I've not, not the, the illustrated one, but yeah. The, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, 
Jill Curzon, uh, 2023 AD, My Eventful Life, uh, celebrating the 60th anniversary of Doctor Who, Candy Jar Books will be releasing the first of a number of books marking the event, taking us back to one of the most colourful highlights the series experienced in the 1960s when the Daleks took to the big screen. They will share the memories of someone who was not only there, but was directly involved in the, with the autobiography of Jill Curzon, who played the character of Doctor Who's niece Louise in the film Daleks Invasion Earth 2150 AD. So yeah, that's a bit more on that uh, if you want to go to the Doctor Who news. That. And the Doctor Who uh, magazine, Special Edition 64, is the Action Figures Essential Guide 2005 to 2023. So lots of good stuff uh, on I've already seen that. the... Uh, what? Oh. I've already seen that. Oh, sorry about that. Oh, um, Doctor Who News. That's it. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm not going to mention the, the sponsors this week simply because we it's exactly the same as last week. Uh, refer so, who to, call call refer to 564. Like to mention them every week, though. I do not. Aren't we contractually obliged no, to No, there's no contract involved. Oh, fair and enough. and they get mentioned what? every single week at the beginning of every single episode. Yeah, ah. and I always mention them. Actually, yeah, I think uh, Meninda yeah. did post something quite interesting somewhere on Facebook, but it might have just been a picture of him with his family. There you go. Anyway, so yes, go to whoone.co.uk where you can oh, buy wait, them. Wait, 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 bear in mind, it's actually not that long till Christmas, especially some people might not be even listening to this episode until nearly next Christmas. Um, great gift ideas next for your Doctor Christmas? Who fans. And lavazi.co.uk where, of course, browse it. they got such lovely Levazi stuff Lavazi are bringing out the messenger bags. I can't wait. The what? What's They're the bringing out new Doctor Who messenger bags. Oh, are they now? I've got a weekend Doctor Who bag, and that'll oh, yeah. be great. Okay, see what I can do with this this I've feature. This feature that uh, Mary's so good at. It's what we watched this week. Now, I've been very busy for uh, quite a while now. Um, I've been off work, uh, as in M&S, for the last week. But uh, in yesterday, the day before, and the day before that, I uh, had three consecutive weddings, which were 12-hour days on each occasion, so I'm a bit knackered. <gasps> Um, but what I have been watching, uh, we watched that series Sesame on Street. Be quiet. Right, that's it. <laughs> right, anyway, what I've been watching is uh, there's a series on um, Disney Plus featuring that bloke that was in Pulp Fiction. Um, uh, he played. Uh, uh, Secret Invasion. Yeah. Secret Invasion, yes. Oh, that's the one. Um, episode one, sure, yeah. two, and three, quite depressing. Four was quite good. Five, six, quite depressing. Um, but uh, yeah, Iranian. I thought, hang on, this is this is Terror of the Zygons expanded. That's what I felt it was really, uh, with with a bit of guns bit and a, a American, a mm-hmm. little bit of American dusting over it. We love our guns. Let's shoot people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this. Oh, that one survived that shoot. Let's shoot him again. <laughs> oh, you're 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 an alien, not a human. Let's shoot them. Oh, you are a human. Sorry about that. You know, it was a bit. A bit like that. Oh, hang on. Let's have um. Let's give um. What's his name with the eye? The eye patch. What's his name? Oh, yeah. oh yeah, Nick Fury. Fury. Let's Fury. give him the chance to be a baddie for five seconds. <laughs> oh, he's not. He's actually not <laughs> Nick Fury. But well, let's let's use that bit, bit of video to show that it was Nick Fury. Whatever it wasn't. Oh, I'm a bit of spoilers. <laughs> no, but I mean, and also the baddie, the one who played the big baddie nipper, and he goes through this whole the whole series with this sort of um tough 
demeanour about him. And then he gets really cross in the last episode and goes, oh, Welsh! He's got this <laughs> massive, blazing argument with uh, Nick Fury in a broad, argumentative Valley's accent. So, oh. it's little things. Sort of, and, of course, um, there's... Um, other sort of little sort of cameos and long-term cameos featuring um, you know, characters like uh, Rhodey and stuff no, like that. No, um, no spoilers, please. I'm right, I'm, I'm just going to tell you now, right? Um, yeah, it doesn't have any bearing, really, on the rest of that particular Marvel universe. But if you like a lot of... Oh, the death count in this series is bigger than one film of... Oh, sorry, all three of uh, the Deadpool... Pool films all uh, put together. Well, yeah, they, the, oh, the death count at, at that explosion at the end of episode one was three thousand. Yeah, was it? Oh, I mean, yeah, okay, but yeah, we watched it <laughs> just to see if there was, <laughs> was just to see if there was anything anything interesting happen. Uh, but yeah, it's like I mean, it's, it's in, there's some good casting, and I have to say, Olivia Coleman is bloody superb. Yeah. Um, Every time she comes up when I'm watching it, when I'm watching it with uh, the Geek Daughter, I go, she's in everything. She, uh, yeah, and yeah. she does a bit of, <laughs> but she does she it with an English accent. <laughs> I liked it when she cut off the finger of that one. Oh, yeah. No, all right. So that's enough of that. Anyway, so that, spoilers. Uh, yeah, so it's worth watching. And the other thing on, on that subject that I watched quite recently is a new documentary about Stan Lee on Disney Plus. Because there was a previous one about Stan Lee and Marvel. This is more just about Stan Lee. And it's really good. Um, so that's worth watching. I can't remember what it's called now. But it's so, only just. So re- his, his, you realize. His first name probably was Stanley. So Shut up, Stanley. Kirby. <laughs> um, and also, by way of balance, it's on, um, if you're in the United Kingdom, it's on uh, Sky Documentaries. It's a, it's a series about the uh, the history of DC Comics, uh, which is also um, yeah. quite good. And they do credit Stanley with uh, mm. with a, um, essentially giving them a kick up the backside uh, to, to up their game somewhat. But it, again, that's a really, really good series. Uh, what else have we watched this week? Uh, you said you hadn't watched much. <laughs> yeah. No, I have yeah, right, bear in mind. Um, yeah, well, I've been watching the football, and obviously, there was something very disappointing happened today in that that department, um, and other stuff as well. Oh, I, I did actually watch another episode of Star Trek Picard. Um, uh, Q wasn't in that episode, so I was able to get through it all right because <laughs> like Q. Q is just a big undo button which makes me that the stories feel unreal to me oh oh he's they're all doing all this stuff but q could just say oh no that didn't happen and take it off i don't like q as a character sorry never have neither, never neither will do i i like I the think, actor yeah uh, i like a couple of the q stories when he gets his powers taken away uh those retiring afterwards yeah it's just he's a godlike character that can do absolutely everything what's the point of him being on it you know and it's it, it just Series two. And I haven't started watching Strange New World yet. I'm really keen to get on with it, but I want to be in the right mood for it. Because I had my picture taken with him, you know, um, just like I say. Right the then. Last season was up um, and down. A big one. Of Strange New Worlds. Yeah, oh, Traitors Australia. Australia. That was minutes. fab. Right. Yeah. Did I say I was watching Traitors Australia last time? Now. Traitors Australia, which is actually a, um, a series about people selling stuff because the Australians can't. last year. What? Traitors, uh, Australia. Traitors, Australia. But as I was trying to explain to you before you interrupted me, it actually appears to be about people selling stuff because the Australians can't say the word traitors. It becomes traders. 
Have you watched that series? It's very irritating. No. All they go on about is traders. He's a trader. Traitors. He's a tra- no. They don't say traitors. It's trader. You listen. Even the bloody presenter like, calls it trader. It's like Criminal Minds International became yes. Criminal Minds International. Well, that's Americans for you. Right then. <laughs> Debbie's only got ten minutes. Oh, is she? Right. Yeah. Nine minutes and fifty-nine seconds. <laughs> nine minutes fifty-eight. Nine minutes fifty-seven. Nine minutes fifty-six. Nine minutes fifty-five. Debbie, over to you. I watched much. Ten minutes later. <laughs> is that it? Where's you? Yeah. Shut up. Ready for you. I've just it's handed you. it over Go to you, Debbie. Debbie. This is this is what Adam's been watching. Right, that's right. it, everyone. Debbie, get on with it. Yes, 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 yes. I've actually caught up with a program that's been out for a few years called Travel Man. Don't know if anyone's seen it. It's got, it's, it's can got get Richard IYD on it, in it from the It Crowd. And he basically is a grumpy comedian who takes fellow comedians for 48-hour jaunt in various countries. And it's actually really good. <laughs> really enjoyed that. I also caught um, on Netflix John Leguzmo. I can never say his name right. His Latin history for morons. Exquisite. It's so funny because his kid was getting bullied. And he was like, you need to find heroes, you know, Latin American heroes. And it's it's so funny. He is such a comedic actor. It's brilliant. Obviously, just last thing I saw him as was Bruno in... Encanto. Oh, I thought you were going to say and Strictly Come Dancing. New Witcher, Shadow. We can't talk about Bruno. Yeah, we don't talk about Bruno. I tried the new, the Queen Cleopatra that came out. Um, wasn't that interested in it, unfortunately. But I've been watching an awful lot of Lucy Worsley as well. Again, all her history's biggest fibs and things like that. And obviously, um, there's been a bit of rugby on lately, so we've been watching that too. Okay. Uh, Robert. Football. Do you watch the football? Robert. No. Don't like football. Sorry. Robert. <laughs> We're doing really well. I don't mm. like the football. We were doing well until today. Robert. Yes, what? Over to you. What have you been oh. watching, Robert? <laughs> uh, let me see. I've been watching the season uh, 17 Doctor Who Blu-ray set. Yay. So I've been enjoying the delights. Well, a few delights on there, like City of Death, obviously. But, um, yeah, I treated myself to... Um, uh, Nightmare of Eden, uh, yeah, oh, that's it about the, the better, but I mean, it's got some good parts, but yeah, Mandel's no, nice. and Tom Baker, no, being silly, <clears throat> and then I've got Horns of Neiman to look, Neiman to look forward to, <laughs> Horns uh, of Neiman. goodness, um, <clears throat> but yeah, looking forward to the six-part version of, um, they've done of Sharda, the new version of it, they've done, um, what else have I watched? I don't know. Not really much. I was watching um, Secret Invasion, but like Kirby, I'm only finished two episodes so far, um, and it, I've been really spreading it out. Um, uh, so I don't know when I'll finish that off. Well, when you get around uh, to me, I'll explain why I've been slow with it. But... Mm. Uh, I've, had, I've been having this problem lately of watching something and nodding off during it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, wrong with me. I'm old. getting old. Yeah, that's a normal it's, thing. I'm turning into my dad. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> so that's awful. I mean, it did it watching you know, this Doctor Who tonight. Um, so some parts of it, like I see snatches of it, and then, and then I was just like awake for the end, and oh my goodness, it's getting terrible. <laughs> um, and yeah. Basically, between Doctor and, and what's been on TV, um, 
been watching The Traitors Australia because there's a new season of that stuff. Oh, is that one? Well, look forward traitors. to that. The Traitors. traitors. Yes. <laughs> I tell you what, Robert, I, I love, I absolutely love The Traitors. I think it's such a brilliant concept. Just saying. Oh, it's a really good show. I watched, what do you mean, The okay. Traitors? <laughs> yeah. The Traitors is good. I traitors, not so. I watched the UK show last year. Yes. So, um, well, Claudia. So I've seen them both uh, and watching... I think we're about halfway through or something of the Australian uh, season two. Yeah, we don't know spoilers because uh, yeah. it hasn't come here yet. Well, it's not much I could tell you. You wouldn't know anybody on there anyway. So, uh, uh, but yeah, it should uh, be looking forward to that tomorrow night or tonight, I should say. It's now Monday. Um, yeah, and so besides that, not much. Basically, right. been surrounding myself with Doctor Who a lot. Good. Um, yeah. Um, thank you, Robert. I just wanted to point out, I know I said about the DC documentary, it's called uh, Superpower, the DP, oh, DC yeah. story. It's really good. Uh, I've got it uh, ready to watch. Yeah, I watched episode one. Linda Carter. Three episodes. Linda Carter. Episodes. I know she's had some work done, but it's really good work. She looks gorgeous. Over she to... gravity, doesn't she? Anybody would have thought she used to be an American supermodel uh, or something like that. She's sat, you know, know like a beauty know. queen or something. Gorgeous. Kirby. Yes, uh... Actually, I, I was incorrect. I've actually watched three episodes of Secret Invasion. Uh, it's just, uh, that's... Kirby, can I just interrupt that, it? Uh, Kirby, I know um, you're used to doing interruptions, but I just have to interrupt on this stage. What did you just say? <laughs> uh, what did what? you say at the beginning of that uh, section that you were just talking about? You just said something, I, didn't I, you? I said that uh, I <laughs> was incorrect I've actually seen... Oh, that's what he's... He's recording that. Thank you. (laughs) That's what you were after. Uh, Yeah, uh, the the geek daughter and I have have picked that uh, show as being what we're watching on our Friday night get-togethers, but uh, we've been having trouble getting together on Friday night. So uh, that's... We finally were able to do it. Like, it was over a month between the time we saw the first episode and... Sounds like me. Episode two and three. So we'll be continuing with that. Uh, Let's see. A interesting thing has started to happen when I'm sitting down with my oldest daughter for dinners is uh, we're now turning on BritBox and picking a Doctor Who. Oh. And uh, which one? And she well, she she turned to me after we watched finished up Planet of the Spiders the other day. Love that. Oh, cool. And, and, and she said, you know, I really like classic who. No. Yeah, she, wow. she, she said, she said, she said, I don't care that the special effects look bad. It's uh, a good show. Yeah, so, good. Uh, and then she's, she's picking them uh, kind of at random by things that she remembers. So, so she wanted the, uh, as she described it this way, she wanted the running through Paris, running through Paris. So that's what Kirby, when I first discovered classic Doctor Who, I was doing stories at random, you know, just yeah. because, you know, oh, things yeah. to me, but things did not really gel for me until we started the journey and did them one, you know, did them progressively. Yeah. 
that it made so many things make sense. So maybe <laughs> her, you know, from someone who did it her way, um, you know, that it really does make better sense to do them chronologically. Well, well it's been great to do it. It really has. Yeah. Uh, this isn't really a. Uh, this is more of a random thing where we'll watch one or two episodes of something. Uh, it, it hasn't turned into a formal watching thing yet it may it may very well you might better do a podcast off the back of it kirby (laughs) so let's see what else have i been watching uh oh you must congratulate me because uh, i finally have now seen all of doctor who wow Uh, i sat down and uh finished the wheel in space last week bloody right bit late do you want to do a review on it (laughs) yeah you and debbie did a review on it i was gone that week yeah we watched it <laughs> that's the reason i didn't watch it that week was yeah, i knew i was it was the brit box version yeah which is uh, a uh, partially animated or something is it no i thought it had some just all telly snaps it's it's basically telesnaps it's it's what it's one of the best put together telesnaps but mm-hmm. it's still so telesnaps Besides the episodes that they do have. Do they do have right. any episodes? Yeah, one or two. Yeah, yeah there's two episodes. Yeah, it's a six-parter, uh, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, let's see. Uh, I also watched and did a little bit of moonlighting for the Earth Station Who podcast. Off the back uh, of my recommendation, uh, Kirby. We, uh, <laughs> huh? That's a joke, by the way. moonlighting. No. Yeah. We watched, I like Moonlight. Yeah. We yeah, watched so do I, Doctor yeah. Who Am I? Oh, yeah. What did you think Face of, of it? Evil. I've seen the, that. The oh, you mean you mean the one I I advised yeah. you to to watch about six months ago? Yeah, it was more than that. Uh, oh, yeah. I first uh, watched it in February. Mm. It's but become available, it's available again. Uh, by the way, uh, Mary, it's available to watch on Prime if you have Prime. Oh really? Okay, it's not for an extra fee because Prime is no, gone. No, no extra fee. It, it is uh, included. With I Prime. paid for it. Oh, I'll watch it. Yeah, I watch paid it. For Prime. Uh, no, it is good. It, it is it good. It is interesting it. because uh, you see glimpses of uh, Long Island Who and uh, and Gallifrey. Yeah, that, and, that's what I found uh, quite interesting. I've never seen what Gallifrey note, looks I like. I am going to have to say goodnight tonight, but I will be able to stay longer if we do longer next time. Okay, thank goodbye, you, Debbie. Goodbye. Yeah. Right, we can talk about it now. Right, what did you think of Debbie Melrose? Renee! So, yeah, Doctor Who Am I is, is very interesting. Uh, some of the other people on the Earth Station Who podcast had a different take on it than I did. They thought they were focusing in on the... Uh, cosplayers as being the silly people uh, ah. yeah uh, i found that a bit. yeah well you gotta be silly yeah <laughs> so it's half the fun of it but but, but it but it was also fun to to watch and go oh i know that person i know that yeah. person i interviewed <laughs> that person because yeah, Daphne's yeah. At, uh and there's one point what what they're doing well i i don't know some of us who've seen it understand that we're, it's they managed to bring the writer of the Doctor Who movie in yeah. to go to Vincent's. That's right. Uh, and what's real, I had forgotten in, since February uh, that his father was in The Gunfighters. That's right. Yeah. No but, spoilers, uh, eh, Kirby? <laughs> it's been, all, what, 59 years since The Gunfighters was on? No, about 
the actual you're talking almost saying what happens in this thing we're trying to encourage excuse me well, people well, to watch okay yeah. well, anyway it, it's, it's about matthew jacobs he's 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 used to have a bad vibes about the thing so he's now entering fandom and getting his view take on what's going on in fandom and being welcomed by fandom yes Although, so, although I thought it was unfair when he went to that guy's house and the guy was insulting him. Yes, but yeah. shall we let people watch it and make their own opinions on yeah. it? But Well, the, what I was trying to get to was um, it was interesting. There was one scene where he's talking to the camera or whatever, and you could see um, you could see Andrew in the background. And, and I'm, I'm thinking to myself, oh, look, there's Andrew. And then suddenly they start interviewing Andrew. So, but uh, it, it's good. Now, what else have I been watching? Okay, those Maybe are the you major could tell things. us. <laughs> the, 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 I think those are the major things. Is that it? Yeah. Uh, I've been watching Tipping Point. I'll tell you what I did watch. Uh, Prince Albert, Tipping Consort Point. and Confidant. Now, the interesting thing about that, uh, Prince Albert was Is played... Oh, will you be quiet? Prince Albert is played by friend of the show, Gareth David Lloyd, in that particular production. Ah. A uh, docu-drama he's, he's still in a con- he's still in a can. What? <laughs> Mary, please rescue me. <laughs> no. You want me to talk now? <laughs> yeah, Andy Nunny says Billy Kirkbright... Uh, uh, sorry, I'll start that again. <laughs> Andy Nunny says Billy Kirkbright, I'd like to have met up too but with my knee you have met your knee andy it's sort of stuck to your <laughs> leg um right then anyway sorry mary over to you uh well I've, I've been watching a lot of baseball as you know i'm a baseball fan but unfortunately my the team that i follow the closest which is my cleveland guardians um have suffered a lot of injuries uh, this year and so now they're down to so many backup people that the team is just sinking in the ratings now. Yeah. So I feel like I'm just being a loyal fan of a losing team now. I thought um, you were a basketball <laughs> fan, Mary. I've got confused. I can relate to that. Yeah. Um, and in terms of watching, I've got a couple of guilty pleasures. One that I watch whenever I just want to sit back and, and not think about anything, and it's called Say Yes to the Dress. Um, oh. And I think, oh, my goodness. I think yeah. the well, um HBO Max has got all I've the same that. I'm saying so that. I, Don't did, interrupt didn't her. Didn't Master do a, an episode of that? I'm sorry, what? Didn't Master do an episode of that? No, I was what on. You... Me and my wife were on an episode of a, um, Curvy Bride's Boo Boo. I'll say that again. Curvy Bride's Boutique and an episode of Say Yes to the Dress UK. Right. Uh, that, that, yeah. It was on the UK version. Mm. Okay. But HBO Max got the whole... All the seasons, so I've been watching them from the first. It's oh just my fun. <laughs> Try on dresses and, you know, all the drama. It's just kind of fun. Uh, my other guilty pleasure is is watching, um, in between Hulu and Netflix, they both have most of the seasons of, it's called Hoarders, which is people, you know, who, who hoard stuff in their homes and, and the team oh, that no. trying to get them cleaned out and yeah. get them thinking straight because yeah. <laughs> so, this has been a very busy summer for me so i haven't been doing any like really digging in watching important and engaging shows uh, silly yeah. shows <laughs> silly yeah my, i have guilty show. pleasures that i don't want to mention on this show too um, 
in my third guilty pleasure is uh, I found out that he has all the seasons of the amazing Dr. Pole. He's a country vet. Um, so I've been, you know, tuning into his various uh, episodes. So been what mostly I've been reading. Um, you know, Peter Davison was on a show with vets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was fiction, you know. Yeah, actually. It could have been because these are country vets doing cows and sheep and everything like the um, uh, like Peter Davison did in in his show. (laughs) Mostly I've been reading. Um, Actually, right now I'm reading The Horns of Naimon. Um, Oh, my goodness. The nice thing about reading these uh, Target books is they give so much background to the story before the story even begins. They flesh Um, it out, don't they? We know out. where everybody yeah. is kind of coming from, and background characters mm-hmm. get stories of their own, you know, that, that make, uh, even, even when I watch it again, you know, I get more out of it because I'm seeing and hearing, you know, things that um, we normally pass over. Yes. Two books. Mm. Uh, I finished a, a very fat book, 800 pages book, science fiction, called The Dreaming Void, um, right up my alley. I love. Um, well, did you sit on it then or something? What? You said it was right up your alley. I said, did you sit on it or something? The, <laughs> the, the book. I, I love sci-fi that is all about spaceships and other planets and, you know, battles and all that kind of stuff. So that is, you know, that was massive. And I finally finished that. And now I'm on the second wow. book, called The Temporal Void, that oh I've just goodness. started. So that's me. I, I do more more reading this summer and watching, you know, silly shows than um watching anything serious yeah, yeah. Mm. i'm reading doctor who um revelation of the daleks oh i just, I just finished yeah, now, reading, been uh, regenerated whoology uh and which i picked up at goodwill and i also just got uh doctor who slip back by eric sayward and, oh yeah, uh, I saw that. Yeah, and Chris Boucher's. Uh, That's when he pretends to be Douglas Adams. Yeah. Have you read it yet? Not I yet. Tried, I tried reading Slipback and I just couldn't get through it. it was, and uh, I got Chris Boucher's Corpse Marker. Yeah, that's a good. Ooh, story. that's another one. Yeah, they're they're both. I haven't pretty read that since the original came out. <laughs> yeah, I got them both at um, at a used bookstore called Second and Charles. Ah. High-end okay. comedy is wasted on this show, isn't it? What is What? High-end comedy. Yeah, we heard what you said. What was the high-end comedy? I've forgotten now. <laughs> I, know it was, I know it was very funny, nevertheless. I'm sure it was. Oh, dear. Adam lost the words. Does it ever happen? No, I just got, I forgot what I was going to say now. I just delivered the top joke I've ever told on this show. Oh, that is completely, so sorry. I, I completely ignored. Never mind. Uh, Killy, Killy Burt Wright says, um, I've pubbed Hope, eh? I've pubbed Hope Cadging Wi-Fi. And other than your knee, I have a tight schedule in London. I'd have, mu- I'd, of course it's awkward to read. I'd have loved to catch up and sim- oh, sample one of, Sample, your one of your mean, mean curries. Curries. shut up one of your mean curries with a picture of a dog turd don't know what that's got to do with curries um <laughs> it's an emoji of a dog turd but looks at like this 
As mentioned previously, I'll be back, and yes, we we well well meet again. Well, I wish oh, I hadn't started like reading that one. Now. I really do need some glasses that work properly. It's terrible. Next week we'll be. Oh, sorry, you finished, Mary, by the way. I'm finished. Okay. Uh, oh, Betty Kurt Bright says, right. just a side note: a trip to the Isle of Wight is well worth it. If only to listen to Mrs. Melrose's beauty. She's not here. You can't flirt with her, Billy. Yeah. She's gone. <laughs> Uh, right then, so next time it's the Bells of St. John, another little sort of um, in-Doctor Who joke episode uh, featuring somebody who used to live on the Isle of Wight called Celia Imry. But unless anybody else has got anything else to say... Are we pauses. recording on the 27th? Yes, if you'd allow me to okay. get to that bit. Um, I did say next week. That implies that will be the 27th. Okay? No, I, I did not hear the next week. We listen. People should listen. It is a podcast. But I don't know what the next week date is going to be yet oh for goodness sake well according to yeah, remember, he's in the here. future yeah well the episode won't go out today on the 20th will it will go out later in the week uh 27th that's when we record next 27th of august yes yes uh and it's the bells of saint john and um it's in and my it's calendar seven o'clock if things don't get in the way yes it'll be seven o'clock yes okay. same so, bat time same bat okay. channel oh, God. <laughs> So until then, thank you for listening, watching, taking part in the show. Um, I do, I do also watch Tipping Point. It's a lovely, a little quiz program with a bunch of thickos on it. It's really good fun. Until then, goodbye. Goodbye, fancy pants. Bye. Yeah, sorry. The 20 Megabyte Doctor Who podcast is an APV Services production sponsored by whoone.co.uk and lavazi.co.uk. We are proud members of the Doctor Who Podcast Alliance. Doctor Who is a trademark of the BBC.
No copyright infringement intended. The music on this podcast is covered by limited online music license from PRS for Music. License reference LE 0030512.